<laughs> so before this, we were uh, talking about weather, as people yes. do, because uh, it has recently slightly snowed in Oklahoma in April, which is crazy. Uh, it is. Yeah, but it's also, uh, it's, what's the temperature there now? Like, what's it like? What's it, what's it uh, looking like? Um, I mean, it's, it's humbling, you know, standard <laughs> Oklahoma humble, <laughs> humble weather here. That that's fantastic. Um, it's a, a high of 53 today. Right now it is currently 44 degrees. Stephen <laughs> Fisher. Man, I remember, uh, it just made me think there's like one specific local number I used to call in Oklahoma. I can't remember what it was right now. I almost have it. There's, there's like four, four, seven. Seven 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 or something. It was like a I lot think of so. Yeah, something like right? that. Yeah, that you can yeah. call. And it was like the same voice like all the time. Whatever. It was the uh, the <laughs> weather and the time. Yes. Yeah. So if you wanted to like try to sync your <laughs> microwave clock. Man, you know <laughs> what's so? To do. The internet is not that old, man. Nope. That's crazy. People used to f- guys. People used to call for the time and temp, and they would just sit there mm-hmm. listening to that like for seconds. Like yeah. you couldn't just glance at it quickly in an app or online, man, that's crazy. No, no, it mm-hmm. had to, to ring through a couple of times Yep. and then it finally, somebody, the, the, the robot lady finally answered and then she was like, the uh. current time is, and then like whatever time it was. And then she would uh. say the current weather is, that's fantastic. You know, whatever that was. So they made you wait for it. You know, uh, it's like, um, movie phone. When people used to like mm-hmm. call and like you just cycle through all of the movies and all of the times or whatever. Yeah. Crazy. What, what's funny is um, I didn't even know they still existed, but uh, there's some news on Slash from the other day that MoviePass has bought MoviePhone for like, I think like millions of dollars. I, th- I, th- I thought like hundreds of millions of dollars. Like MoviePhone maybe has other things they do now, but I was like, that's weird. I wonder if they'll combine with those things. But uh, I was like, I hadn't thought about MoviePhone in forever. Yeah. So it seems like a weird midpoint thing you know Mm -hmm. like the people that have smartphones and are comfortable using them we would just do everything on app or at least use the the internet on our phones to look at movie times or if you are a luddite and you're a fucking (laughs) idiot look you're not gonna be listening to this podcast so you know what fuck you wow you went hardcore you have strong Um, feelings you're you're just gonna go up to the movie theater like back in the olden times Mm -hmm. Uh, you're gonna hitch up your wagon and your horse and uh See what uh, what times the movies are playing, uh, and then uh, come back later after you're done churning your fucking butter. Whoa! And then go see the fucking the train coming directly at the audience. <laughs> Brent is sassy today. Damn! It's like uh, I think I told you this story once, maybe, but my uncle. Uh, my dad was telling me the story about my uncle went to one of the theaters nearby them that was brand new, and they have online ordering, and his version of it is that he got there, and they told him he could only order online, and he was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. Why can't I just go to a movie theater and buy a ticket? And he left and, like, won't go there anymore or something. This is how, this is how I remember the story, at least. And I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, number one, online ordering is amazing, and everybody from a young child to an adult should love that because you get to go later, you have your seat reserved, it's all great. Um, right. and also, and then you are, you have your ticket, you know, it's already bought, but I was like, I guarantee you they did not refuse him service I know, yeah. <laughs> to go online. What probably happened is it was like sold out already because people bought them online or maybe they were suggesting that to him or something. I don't know. There's, I guarantee you though, they didn't like turn him away. Yes. Know? Yeah. That's, that's part of customer service is people <laughs> yeah. like misinterpreting things. Yeah. It's like, oh, they won't let me buy what I wanted. It's like, well, that's not what I said. I'm saying we're out of it right now. Yeah. 
if you'd like to buy a new one, you <laughs> yeah. know, maybe check online or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. So. Yeah. So anyway, uh, man, that was a that was a fun rabbit hole uh, back from weather. <laughs> it but uh, it is also cool here in Houston. Uh, I was telling Brent right before the podcast uh, that when we went to we went to see Ready Player One yesterday, which we'll get into in a little bit later, but. Um, it was like 60, like low sixties, um, whenever we went to the theater and it was like, just kind of, it was like nice weather, but like kind of chilly with like the, the breeze or whatever. And we went to the movie that's like, you know, two and a half hours long and got out and it had dropped like 20 degrees in that time. And it was so cold and we had all like left our jackets in the car or like didn't bring them or whatever. Like Amanda had a sweater that she had had, so she was good, but, uh, man, it was, it was crazy. And I had to turn the heat on today. Like, I don't know what it is right now, but it's, uh, it's actually pretty cool in Houston and, uh, cool to us. Like, like as Brent joked about earlier, uh, it's not 80 degrees. It is 53 right now. So, uh, it's oh, okay. actually, you know, pretty cool for Houston, especially in April. So that's actually higher than our high today, but Hey, you know, whatever. Wow. It's cool. That's fine. Listen, you know, whatever. listen, and tomorrow though, we're getting back up to 76 for a high. So I don't know. Things are crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to be back in the 70s tomorrow as well. So yeah. hopefully it'll it'll stick around for a little bit. This is uh, this is fucking nuts. Getting <laughs> snow in goddamn April. Get out of here. Go March. back to your fucking old timey movies. <laughs> I remember March when I was a kid. It would snow, and I'd be like, "Wow, like why is it still snowing?" But now, and I, when I got older, I was like, "Well, that kind of makes sense." But like April does feel like it definitely has changed. Like what the fuck? You need to stop now. Uh, mm. At least for Oklahoma, like that made sense. Uh, but yeah, April April's too much, man. Get out of here with that. Fucking China doing this to us. Oh, China. Oh, man. Why? I heard, a, I heard President David Dennison uh, mention that once before. David uh, Dennison? Mm-hmm. What is that from? That was his sex scandal name. Oh. <laughs> What's funny is I was like searching my brain for like a movie president, and I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't, well, not that one. I don't know. That's funny. I forgot about that. I, if, if somebody wrote a movie and it's like, so here's what's going to happen. The president of the United States is going to pay $130,000 in hush money to a porn star to as a cover-up. People yep. would be like, listen, that's far-fetched. That's, yeah. that's too much. You can't. No, we're going to have to dumb it down. They'd be like, what's his name going to be? David Dennison? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this is the reality we're living in. It's wonderful, and I feel excellent about it. <laughs> no anxiety at all. <laughs> but yeah, so I think, I don't know, I think it's safe to say that we are doing it. We're doing it? Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, today we're going to just do a hodgepodge of stuff we're going to talk about, um, kind of living up to our name. So buckle in. Uh, we have one shout Starting out Starting off great so far. It's, it's a wonderful feeling. Uh, <laughs> we have one shout out today I'll lead into, uh, from, again, from Sarah and, uh, Sarah, again, we, uh, definitely appreciate all of these emails that you send us. Uh, when I went to, we went to the Ready Player One yesterday, we went with Sarah and Josh, uh, and, uh, and Amanda and I, and, um, afterwards we went out to, um, Sweet Paris and, uh. Houston, which is a crepe place that Amanda loves and everybody loves. It's so good. And uh, Sarah had talked about emailing in all the time. And Amanda was like, man, I feel like I should do that a little bit. So, Amanda, this is your challenge. You also need to email in to us. So, uh, mm-hmm. more content. But uh, Sarah, after our uh, April Fool's prank the other day, had uh, written this to us. So she said, gents, uh, number one, pooping is always funny with two poop emojis. 
thank you. We think that as well, uh, <laughs> obviously. Um, okay. I was, and she, uh, this is all caps, uh, legitimately scared there for a minute. Stephen was way too serious at the beginning while you made your shit pod announcement, uh, which is, uh, thank you, because I did not think I was actually being that serious. I thought I was uh, kind of giggling throughout there really quietly. So, uh, so yeah, I'm glad I actually kind of sold that. Mm-hmm. Since it's an audio podcast, uh, people can't see you um, mm-hmm. visually, obviously. Uh, but uh, I could see you laughing <laughs> yeah. on the, the FaceTime feed, but uh, it didn't translate to to the uh, the audio of the podcast, I don't think. Um, there might have been a, a couple of little giggles here and there from us, but uh, I tried to clean those up when I was editing oh, it. Oh, nice, okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I think we, we played it off pretty well. well uh, Daniel Sanchez yeah. texted me earlier this week, and he said that uh, he, he uh, was ready to send the other LTAS a very strongly worded email <laughs> until he got to the part where uh, we were calling ourselves shit pod. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah. That's awesome. Man, I, I, I appreciate yeah. that. And uh, good job, Brent, for coming up with that idea. That was uh, really fun. I think we sold that pretty well now. So uh, Yeah, I, I, I had, a, had a good time with it. I yeah, think we all had a good fun. time. It was yeah. fun. I had a good time with ShitPod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Uh, uh, number three actually was going to mention to you off the podcast as well. So I don't know if you want to keep this in here, uh, but uh, I have a potential actual sponsor for your show. I gave their marketing person the podcast Twitter link. So uh, that's cool. Uh, so oh. if you're listening, yes, give us money. Uh, yeah. And we will record your actual we- podcast or your actual uh, ad. So Hey, that would be great. You know, we <laughs> people don't realize that we actually have to fork over money to make this podcast available. Uh via SoundCloud, but, uh, yeah, you know, if we could, uh, we could chip away at that, mm-hmm. that'd be, that'd be nice. Yep. That'd absolutely. Be a cool little thing. <laughs> so. so yeah, bring it on. Uh, please, please anybody contact us, uh, and give us money. We certainly appreciate that. We have yes. ones of followers, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said for those Canadian thing stealing podcasters are basically the knockoff of Mr. Pib allegedly. So, uh, thank you. I agree. Uh, they are, mm-hmm. The knockoff of the knockoff, and uh, nobody likes them, so boo. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode where people find out that Stephen is actually a ghost. Uh, we've been we've been hiding it for some time. <laughs> Damn uh, it! But uh, now really you know. Good. Man, I tried. I tried to hold it in, but it came out finally. So now you guys know. That's why we don't do a video cast because you'd see me. <laughs> it just doesn't capture his image. That's yeah, that's right. <laughs> We'd have to use uh, thermal vision, and that's not anything you want to stare at for. Ugh. Two plus it. hours at a time. Listen, I mean, I have to talk to you normies this whole time, not realizing you guys not realizing I was a ghost. <laughs> so uh, it's finally out in the open. I feel much clearer about it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And then uh, number five, she said, uh, "TNSS, Tensis, the soda of choice for LGBTQA group." Sorry, that's a lot of letters. But yes, Tensis is going to be a hit with everybody. And then uh, she finished that out with, uh, can't believe y'all pranking your listener, uh, parentheses, S, listeners. Uh, and yes, you were one of them, and we appreciate that. And we're sorry, but we're not sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we, uh, it's something that Stephen and I had planned out for a while. Uh, and um, we put a lot of effort into it, mm-hmm. you know, making the new artwork and you, yes, changing you did, the yeah. social media links and all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. then coming up with a storyline, laying the, the foundation mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. what would uh, come to pass. And then having to change it all back 
the following Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two-day window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, dedication. That's what it, that's what it takes. And uh, right, uh, Brent. Brent updates all that stuff for us, and uh, it was lovely. I love the artwork that you came up with uh, for those. There was actually a lot of options. Uh, it wasn't just that one, and they were all fantastic. And I was like, this could be a show. I would be on the show. I don't know. <laughs> this artwork looks great. It's all fantastic. So. So, uh, yeah, we had a good time with that. I'm not huge into uh, pranks myself, but uh, that one I, I particularly enjoyed. And uh, it, it, it was meta. It called in a lot of things we've talked about in the past. And uh, I thought it was pretty ingenious, actually. So It was good. It was good. good. Uh, I don't know if we would do another April Fool's show uh, down the road or not, mm-hmm. but um, this one was uh, definitely a, a fun thing to, to veer off, of course, and go out of our way to, uh, to make. I know. I like how you, you snuck that in there, too. Like, oh, I don't know if we'll do it again. Making listeners think, like, not realizing next year, it'll probably happen again. It won't, though, guys. We probably won't do it. Nope. For sure. (laughs) Wink. Can you hear our winking? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, the rest of the show, we just have some, you know, some segments, some fun things, maybe some new things. We got a few mini topics. So uh, let's get into those. Uh, So uh, as I've been talking about, I went to see... Ready Player One again um, on Saturday, and uh, Sarah actually invited us out to go see it after she had listened to the episode, and uh, Amanda had listened Whoa. to it. Whoa. Well, she listened to the episode I know, before. I know. So she had... Oh, wait. She she just read the... Yes. Or listened to the audio, but okay, so it yeah. didn't really like, spoil a Exactly. Of order, yeah, okay. and I think we did a good enough job of not... Uh, even some things that she had said, um, I, I believe that she had said that she listened to uh, on the show that she'd forgotten about. Maybe it was Amanda... Uh, that she had listened to, uh, she kind of forgot about and everything, um, leading into the movie. But, uh, yeah, knowing the story kind of helps, uh, since she had listened to the book, uh, which we talked about is, um, Amanda wants to start reading it and she, uh, might read it or she might do the, uh, audiobook for it because Will Wheaton mm-hmm. is the narrator of that book. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Uh, which is awesome. And, uh, they said he does a really good job because, uh, Sarah and Josh listened to it that way. So, um, so yeah, I might even want to get that, um, I love Will Wheaton as well. Um, so that sounds cool, but, uh, but anyway, went to the, uh, the movie, uh, at Sarah's suggestion to go see it. And, um, I wasn't sure what everybody would think. I knew that Josh and Sarah had read the, read the book or listened to it. So they would probably like it. But Amanda, I was really unsure of, I really thought she might, um, you know, she might think it okay. Like she likes the Marvel movies, but she doesn't love them. Uh, some of them she likes, you know, more than others, but overall she, um, you know, is not a huge fan of like. Uh, for Ready Player One, like like VR and like sci-fi and all that stuff, it's not usually her thing. But um, yeah. she super surprised me. Uh, Amanda loved this movie. Uh, she sent you and Brandy these texts with all these emojis. <laughs> stuff. She put Ready Player One with a bunch of exclamation points, and then yeah, like every like semi-related video game emoji. <laughs> exactly. On the, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. She told me too that she was uh, trying to find. Uh, the best emojis for it. She was like, I think I found all the ones I can send that would go with this, this movie or whatever. But uh, yeah, so she uh, super loved it, which I was really shocked by, but it was awesome. Um, and then so afterwards we went out to eat and we got to talk about it and everything. Uh, I think everybody had a really good time at the movie and Amanda and I settled mostly on the, the movie is just so much fucking fun. It is just super fun movie. Um, it is super entertaining. Um, a few of the things um, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, about uh, the movie and the theater experience. I actually had a good one this time. What? Um, I know it. I know it. Maybe I need to go with more friends, not alone, <laughs> <laughs> to have a better time. But uh, when we walked in, the house lights were on, like the cleaning lights. 
and we were all kind of annoyed by it. And it was they were on for a little while, and I, I actually did get up to go tell someone to turn them off because we went to the very first showing of the day, like at uh, 10 in the morning. So um, that was probably why or whatever they hadn't just turned them off. But I got up. It was walking to the hallway, and the lights went off. And I was like, oh, okay. And I walked back up, and we were all joking like, oh, did you turn the lights off? And I was like, no, I didn't find them, but they knew I was coming. They were scared of me. You know, they, they're like, oh, turn them off before Steven gets here. <laughs> but uh, but that was the only the only issue. Other than that, it was a pretty good experience. Uh, so that's always good. Yeah. So both myself and the audience, we have to know, <laughs> did you see this movie in three dimensions? We did not. Uh, okay. No. So Josh, is, uh, Josh has glasses and... Um, doesn't really like the 3d i think that maybe gives him a headache as well but um mm. never really like has gotten into it and uh which is cool and uh i mean i've kind of gotten out of 3d for the most part you know i did want to go see it in 3d and i still do i think uh but because of that we didn't and that was totally fine um i do uh, like i said want to go back and amanda loved it so much that i think she would like to go back to the movie and we had talked about afterwards that she was like yeah a few scenes of that would be really cool in 3d i think like i could see that mm. And I had mentioned how, you know, like 60 to 70 or whatever, 80% of the movie is in the Oasis. And I was like, 3D to me doesn't work live action that well. I haven't seen anything like that. But like Avatar worked so well because it was all digital. And the same thing for this movie, like with the Oasis being all digital, I imagine that looks really good because just like a Pixar movie or whatever would look really good. Uh, they're made for that. They're rendered in 3D, you know, so. Right. Um, it, it works that way. So that makes me more excited to see it. And uh, so maybe we'll go back in like another week and watch it again because uh, we had, had a good time. Go. So obviously this one, this movie has legs for me. Um, that sounds dirtier and kind of a weird saying, but. Uh, well, <laughs> as a ghost, you don't have legs anymore. So that's, you know, that's that's the best you could hope for. Amazing. Really. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for any player Wade for being my ghost legs. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I, we loved it. Um, some uh, points that Amanda had mentioned or that we had come to is um, I, I think that uh, um, she really just saw the entertainment value out of it and the fun story and everything. And mm-hmm. um, seeing her, like, get so excited uh, or scared or not not scared, but, like, um, you know, for, for fun, whatever, she would, like, cuddle into me whenever, like, Sorrento was really close or like the the drones were really close mm-hmm. uh to something or whatever and and she would be like oh my god what's gonna happen and um some of the big battles and stuff like whenever the i think like the mecha godzilla came out she'd be like oh it's happening and um she doesn't know as many of the pop culture references i think but um she knew a lot of them and it doesn't it doesn't hinder the fact like what the way we talked about it is like there's just kind of layers to it like however yeah. involved you are um, you'll see more references or whatever. Like Josh saw some stuff mm-hmm. from video games that I've never even heard of before. Um, oh, yeah. And he saw characters. I saw so many more things. I, I can barely mention them. Um, I did see more of the Ninja Turtles. Um, oh, nice. I feel like was all, it all four, four of them. I, I believe all four of them were there. Okay. Because um, there's actually a couple. Of, it kind of goes through them, and you see a bunch of people being beaten up. Like because mm-hmm. it's like one of the transitions. It's like a bunch of kids like flipping yeah. around. And there are four kids, I think, and then it shows the turtles, and I think there's four of them, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, little things um, that we all kind of I saw again, or I was able to like look around the background a little bit more, and that was fun. Um, Amanda recognized things, you know. Everybody kind of saw stuff, so uh, yeah, I think it just has a really good thing for everybody, like entertainment value, you know, and it makes sense uh, of how like that world could kind of be created. Some of the clunky dialogue didn't really bother me the second time. And I asked Amanda about it and didn't bother her at all because she was like, it's not an Oscar movie. It's a fun movie. And 
like it's whatever. Like oh, yeah. um, the scene where they were going to get, uh, they introduced themselves outside the van that we were talking yeah. about was so clunky. It didn't bother me as much. And Amanda, she was like, yeah, like, um, like you would, like we were, the way we discussed it is like, you didn't, you don't need to spend a lot of time on that scene. It's just a few lines of intro, introduction. Um, mm-hmm. It's in the middle of them being chased around by drones and trying to get places and they're inside the oasis trying to battle like all this stuff. Like there's so much going on. Like it doesn't matter. Like just get it over with. And they did. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Um, I, yeah. I still think it could have been written a little bit better, but it's like, through Amanda's eyes, I kind of saw like whatever. I don't. Does that really bother yeah. me? No. Just yeah, move on. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it was cool watching it through her eyes and how much fun she had made me enjoy it like hella more. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Did she like the uh, the final like giant battle with the, uh, yeah. the Iron Giant and Mega Godzilla and everything? So she first Got off um, loved the music, and uh, whenever they were um, like in the beginning, whenever the sense started playing um, yeah. for uh, Jump. She got all excited, but then later on, like whatever Twisted Sister came on with "We're Not Gonna Take It" during that final battle, she was like started jumping in her seat. She was like, "Yeah!" She was pumped, man. So, yeah, it'd be really fun. I would. It made me think. Also, I'd love to watch this with you, and uh, it would be great to watch this all. You know, the four of us. Uh, oh yeah. You, me, Britain. You, me, Brett, and Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, Amanda, and Brady. And uh, uh, yeah, all together, I think it would be a blast. Um, to watch it, but uh, but yeah, it was just really fun, like watching it with people. I think I'd, I'd gone to by myself before, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot more with other people. And every, all of us were into it. The whole theater uh, was basically into it. Nobody was really distracting or anything, so that was good. But uh, but yeah, we had a really good time. I think uh, on my rating scale, um, I, I think I can finally bump this up to uh, uh, pizza and from, uh, from garlic bread. From garlic bread. And, okay. uh, totally makes sense. Yep. Audience is totally on board. <laughs> New sponsor, totally on board as well. Welcome. This is our rating scale. Uh, we don't know what we're doing. We may or may not be psychopaths. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> I like that as a tagline. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. We may or may not be psychopaths. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, uh, one yeah. of us might be a ghost. One of us might be Mexican. <laughs> I did not see that coming. That was good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I um, definitely recommend going to see Ready Player One. Definitely recommend going to see it twice. And uh, and then, yeah, we're, uh, Amanda might read the book now, which is cool. She mm-hmm. was excited about that. And, uh, you know, we had talked about maybe doing a, a book club of sorts uh, with you if you want. And then anybody else if they want to read along. But uh, it'd be kind of fun to do. So last weekend after I saw the movie... I uh, came home and uh, hopped on Amazon. I wanted to see what the pricing was for um, mm-hmm. for for the book, and I noticed that the Kindle version, which I would prefer, is uh, actually more expensive than the actual physical book <laughs> itself. <laughs> that sucks. Or at least it was at the time. Yeah, like the actual book was like eight seventy nine or whatever. And the the Kindle version was nine ninety nine. That makes oh, no sense. On. This yeah. literally had to print that. Like that went through machines. How is that cheaper <laughs> than the digital copy? <laughs> I I figured they would have discounted it, but what do I know? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I actually had a a copy of that before, and I think I either gave it away or something. Um, I had two copies of the book, physical copies, um, but I think I gave them to other people. So yeah, that's that's what I did. I used to have a copy. I was like, I will probably never read this, and then yeah, I gave it from Loot Crate. From Loot Crate, I got one from Loot Crate. That's how I got my second one. That's funny. I forgot you were doing it at the time. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man, that's funny. You had a copy of it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I had a digital copy and I thought I had a physical copy and I apparently don't have a digital copy at all and I gave the book my physical copy away so I had to rebuy it on uh, Kindle and uh, yeah. So I just I just bit the bullet. I know I don't I just don't care for physical books as much that much anymore. So um, it's just yeah. it's just easier. Like if I want to take it with me, I I can mm-hmm. pull it up on my phone I know or it. read it on my my computer or you know whatever. It's that's just easier. Yeah. I don't have to take like an actual like physical thing with me. Yeah, comic books are uh, different for me, but mm-hmm. actual like novels, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, it's all these pictures of letters arranged <laughs> in a sequence. <laughs> But where's the action? Where are the drawings? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. it's very confusing. <laughs> it's very hard for me. So yes, I'm I'm down to do the uh, to do the book club, but it's going to take me some time. I'm a slow reader. Uh-huh. Um, it took me two weeks to get past the uh, front cover of Hop on Pop. So <laughs> this one, it, it might take me a little while, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm willing to uh, to to jump into it. That'd be fun. I mean, it'd be really fun to do a little book club for it. Um, I told Amanda I'm already in like I'm already on chapter eleven or so. She's a fast reader though; uh, she could start now and easily eclipse me. So uh, okay. we'll see. We'll see what we end up doing, but uh, anything like that would be fun. But what is uh, Hops on Pops? Hop on Pop. Hop on Pop. The Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Have you never read it? Have you? Oh yeah. The cover again. It took me. It took me quite a while. <laughs> Most of my high school years, actually, but uh, I, I eventually got through it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. What a twist ending. <laughs> Does it not have pictures, though? Is it still kind of like it's a yes. hybrid? It, it's, it's a fully illustrated book. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Ready Player One is going to be a little bit of a step up for, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, step up to the streets. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think, I think it's doable. I think you're going to like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and maybe like episode, I don't know, 400 uh, in a few years time, whenever you finish with that book, <laughs> we'll review it. When uh, Ready Player Three comes out in theaters, <laughs> yeah. I'll be ready to uh, discuss the first half of, of the book. I hope, too, your voice is, has for some reason gotten noticeably older and you'll be like, well, I finished it. Well, Stephen, I don't understand any of these references. <laughs> I'm trying to find my lemon candies in my Werther's Originals. Oh, speaking of, at work, we got a, uh, we haven't had a, an office manager the entire time I've been there. We got one two weeks ago, and uh, as of last Friday, she is no longer there. <laughs> she she found another job. But she was really good at reorganizing some, some stuff in the office we needed, and um, she put flowers out. It was kind of nice. And she put a bowl of candy, and the candy she chose were like, Life sa- lifesavers mints, I guess the like just the white ones. Mm-hmm. So just a bowl of white candy, which just looked like nothing. It just looked weird. And then one day I walked in though, and she decided to spice it up. And, and floating amongst the white lifesavers were were those originals. <laughs> and I was like, "Who are you? <laughs> what candy do you buy?" But then, maybe uh, she didn't even buy that. Maybe that's just I, yeah, like maybe. her stock that she she brought from home. <laughs> she brought from home. Yeah. Uh, and then my my buddy Quentin grabbed one, and he was like, "Man, I haven't eaten one of these in forever." I mean, it's such an old person candy, and I was like, "I know. Like, where did it come from? Why is that what she chose? It's so weird." So, well, it was it was funny because um, Werther's originals are thought of as an old people candy, mm-hmm. and then you know a few years ago, I was like, "They're not old people candy. I had them when I was young." 
at my grandparents' house. Oh shit, I get it. <laughs> that's how you, that's how it gets you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a nostalgic thing, but it's like nostalgic for like old people things. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. And then this like weird congealed mass of lemon candy that's like hardened <laughs> oh, yeah. into like one giant piece in this jar. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll Seriously, never have one of these. Like and lemon candy. Like, why is that your go-to? Uh, for, you no, know, you like, want, it's like you want to just take them and shake them and be like, do you want something sweet or not? Why are you doing lemon? <laughs> what message is this sending? Maybe their taste buds are so old that that's all they can taste anymore. That tart, sour flavor. They need something strong. It, it, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. that's it. Um, Brandy and I watched the, the TV show uh, iZombie. Uh-huh. And on that yeah. show, all the zombies, they have to put uh, like hot sauce or Tabasco uh, yeah. uh-huh. or something in their food just so they can like taste something that's the only thing they can taste so maybe old people are zombifying yeah and lemon candy is, is what's, <laughs> is what's, what they're able to, to taste man maybe nursing homes are actually detention centers by the government to protect the population from rapidly onset zombies i mean it makes sense yeah raz rapidly uh, all right no raz rapidly onset zombie man you heard it here. Roz. You heard it here. Roswell, New Mexico. What? Aliens. Uh. <laughs> These zombies are aliens. <laughs> Old people are zombie aliens. <laughs> it all makes oh sense. Oh my god, man, that's creepy. Fucking creepy. I do not like that. And they all love lemon candy. <laughs> so is this how a conspiracy gets started? I guess so. Did we just Alex Jones this bitch? Oh, shit. <laughs> We're on the uh, old people, the, the geriatric alien zombie uh, truther squad. We're going we're gonna to spread this truth everywhere, man. Geriatric alien zombie, the gas. <laughs> and they, old people have a lot of gas. It's <laughs> true. Very gassy individual. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. <laughs> Man, well, uh, this was... What were we talking about? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, but uh, but this was fun, and I enjoyed it, so that's all that matters. So next week, uh, we'll be talking about... Because <laughs> <laughs> we finished off this episode. Uh, so as far as a rewatch for you goes, yeah. there was something else you rewatched. Uh, yes. I want you to tell me what it is. Westworld. Westworld. Dude, Westworld. <laughs> Is so good. Have you have you seen the show? Have you thought about seeing no, the show? No, we we don't have HBO, um, mm. but uh, it might be something that we have to dive into mm. over the the summer once yeah. the uh, the regular shows that we watch go on hiatus or yeah. whatever. Right on. That'd be fun. Um, it's really good. Uh, the the first time I saw it, um, it came out like in late 2016, and I watched it then. I was I was fairly excited. I it's it's by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are the creators and like writers and stuff of it. Uh, Jonathan Nolan being uh, Christopher Nolan's brother, and they've written some stuff together too, or he's in like some story stuff um, for some of Christopher Nolan's movies. But uh, he, in his own right, is a very talented uh, individual with writing and directing. He did some of the uh, episodes. I think he did the pilot and the uh, finale. He directed those and maybe some stuff in between. Uh, but both of them uh, uh, are really good um, bringing this to life. And uh, it's a very interesting premise. So the idea is, uh, it's, it's first off based on a 1973 film, Westworld, and um, which I still have never seen. Uh, it has like Yul Brenner in it, but uh, oh, okay. I was gonna, um, I was gonna ask if it was, if this is like essentially a rebooting that franchise, yeah. or if this is part of that. Yeah, same 
it's uh, I, I would say like a reboot. Yeah. So um, there was Westworld, and then a movie called Future World, and then a TV series called like Beyond Westworld or something like that. It lasted for like two seasons or maybe one season mm-hmm. in like the early '80s. And um, so this is like a reboot of those stories. Um, the first Westworld was the movie was written and maybe directed, but definitely written by Michael Crichton, who's you know writ- written like Jurassic Park and all that stuff, but. He's usually, like, a novel writer, but that was, like, a movie that he did, so it's kind of interesting. So I'm really curious to see how something that he wrote directly to screen would come about, because um, usually people, like, adapt his screenplays, I think, or his, his novels into screenplays. I don't think he writes the screenplays. So um, so anyway, that'd be fun for me to, to revisit. But uh, uh, Westworld, um, the premise is uh, in the future, and, like, uh, some, some point in the future, there is a that you can visit like a theme park that's really large in in the west that's actually like in canyons and stuff and it is populated by androids that they have perfected android technology to look precisely like humans they bleed they have emotions and all the stuff they have like a limited form of ai and the story is kind of a mystery it follows different humans that go to the park and then some of the androids in the park as they are kind of learning about their surroundings and maybe uh, becoming a little more sentient. And so it involves a lot of stuff. Um, everything about it is like a movie. The production value, the music, all that stuff is amazing, has amazing cast. Um, but uh, it was really great to watch it again. Um, the second season, this is one of the ones I was saying was kind of sneaking up on me. And um, it's coming out on like April 22nd. So in a few weeks, I wanted to, to rewatch the first 10 episodes from season one again. And uh, it's just stellar, man. It was really fun. Uh, the storyline is spectacular. The uh, effects and the... Uh, they also do some like... Um, not to spoil anything, but the, Anthony Hopkins is like the director and like one of the co-creators of the park. And they do some de-aging makeup on him in some episodes hmm. to show some flashbacks. And it's not great because it's like... It's HBO. Like they paid a lot of money, but it's not like, you know... Hollywood money necessarily, uh, yeah. but it's like the technology for like a TV show is like pretty fucking good, P- pretty decent. Yeah. yeah, and it was cool to see him um, that way, and it, it worked for the story. And like they don't show him a lot; they really do it like small little little, little snippets. Why do I always do that? <laughs> Why is that my phrase? I really do that all the time. Man, I don't know why I started doing that. Um, but they, yeah, they use it sparingly, which is uh, important uh, to make the effects sell. So. Uh, but anyway, I would definitely recommend it. Um, HBO, like, we have it right now through our apartment complex. That's why we're able to watch it. But uh, generally with HBO, we've, we've we've gone back and forth with, like, HBO Go and HBO Now and stuff. I think mm-hmm. Now is the one you buy, like, per month or whatever. Yeah, I think that one has the, the $15 a month yeah. thing, which isn't extravagant. Exactly, uh, yeah. Especially for the quality of content you get yeah. and then, like, the whole backlog of everything. But, um, yes, yeah, just right now, even if we... We bought the subscription. We probably mm-hmm. wouldn't watch it a whole lot mm-hmm. at this yeah. exact moment, but uh, yeah, maybe later in the summer. I think it's good if you have like uh, their series are really good. So if you have like like Westworld or um, uh, any of the other, I can't think of other ones right now. They have, but anything you also want to watch, like get it for like one month and just like binge mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff on there or like one show, and then it's good. Like I know people do that for Game of Thrones. They just like renew whenever Game of Thrones is back, and then they get rid of it because they don't use it for anything okay. else. So um, that's cool. It's like fifteen bucks, and then you can like you know, watch whatever you want. So doesn't it have movies available on yeah. there as well? Mm-hmm. It does. Okay. It's like they're full. A lot of the more recent ones. Right? Yeah. 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 And it's, I've been watching a lot of movies on there lately since we have it like Kong, Kong skull Island. I rewatched cause it was just on there. Um, Suicide squad. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like Wonder Woman is on there right now, but like that's probably I would probably watch Justice League if it came on there. Uh, oh, okay, you know, like stuff oh like my that. God. So, oh, oh boy, I feel like we need to do a, a Justice League. I know episode. it. Oh, well, I point. want to. I want to. But, it's gonna uh, be so bad. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So um, it'd be uh, it's good. For you know, for a short amount of time, basically, that's how we'll probably go once we get rid of cable again when we move to our house. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, I would definitely uh, recommend it. So, you uh, done, done. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it has been recommended. <laughs> I like that. Uh, this one will be a shorter one. So, uh, my last one that I had to uh, just something a man and I have been watching, and it's sort of a recommendation. We're, we're in the middle of it, but. Uh, there's this crazy documentary on Netflix called Wild Wild Country that's about a cult. And uh, Amanda is super into learning about cults, and they're fascinating uh, to both of us. So um, this one is about a cult that I'm, fasc- I'm fascinated with, but I'm, I'm curious to ask our parents about because it was during, I think, the 70s and <laughs> they 80s. They were a part of it? <laughs> <laughs> they have firsthand knowledge? <laughs> I just really want to know, uh, what were the orgies like? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are orgies in this in this cult. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that is true. Uh, I because they they lived in a time through this. It was like I think it was the eighties, seventies or eighties um, that this cult happened. And it's like I, I, it's been a while, honestly like a week since we've seen an episode, so I'm I'm forgetting some of the details. But it's like Utah or something somewhere like Wyoming, uh, a lot of land, fewer people, and. Uh, a lot of land was bought like just outside this really small town of like 400 people or a thousand people or something. And a cult bought it. And it's like a guy from like India and he buys all this land and they start, they have all this money and they start building all of these buildings and stuff. And they're like going to create this. um, He had like this vision for a city in the, like in the desert or whatever, like a city in the, in the middle of nowhere that becomes like a Mecca for everybody. And, so it's like all of a sudden this teeny tiny town like right outside of it, like 10,000 cult members move in. Like it's like a crazy amount of people. Uh, and they're, and then it's about like their fight with the town. It's about like stuff this cult did and they did a lot of crazy shit. Like they're accused of like poisoning the town's food supply and like restaurants and stuff. It's like all this crazy shit. It is the most insane thing that I had never heard about. I've never <laughs> heard of this cult. That's yeah. that's why I would ask our parents about it because I'm like, what is happening? It's the weirdest thing. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I bet there's just like a lot of that shit that happens, and we're just like, whatever, you know. There's just to quote a great man, there's like just so much going on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Even back in the day, it's uh, hard to keep track of all of that stuff. No, and I think so. I mean, like sometimes maybe it just like it was maybe a big thing, but it, I was too young, or I was it was before I was born, and it's like doesn't get brought up again because. Obviously, like, they're not around anymore or something, like, happens at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're not, like, there's not that city in the middle of the nowhere that's we're all going to, you know. So um, maybe they just kind of fade from memory a little bit. But it's just so weird. Like, this is such a big story that I – it's hard for me to imagine um, that it happened and I just had never heard of it. Um, I, I finally mm-hmm. looked it up. They were called the Rajneesh Puram? Puram? Rajneesh Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why. (laughs) Better marketing. That's what they needed. Better marketing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's, uh, fascinating. And uh, we're like in the middle of it. So, um, but it's been been fun to watch. So it's a series. It's a documentary series. Yeah, maybe like six or eight episodes, I think. 
I'm okay. not really sure how long bad. it is. Yeah. So and, and each one is a, a different cult, or is it following the same? It's one? the same thing. It's just such a weird winding story. So they just go into they and they interview people like major people from that movement, and then a lot of people from the town at the time. So they they interview them in, like today, and then they show a lot of clips and stuff from back in the day because the cult uh, filmed a lot of the stuff they were doing. And they had a lot of news crews around as well. So they have a lot of footage randomly about these things, like stuff that like, I can't believe they have that I was almost at first being like, wow, they, they really went to great lengths to recreate these scenes. And then they didn't tell us, they didn't put that recreation, you know, marker on there, but, uh, yeah. but no, they just like the cult just filmed a lot of shit. So yeah, it's weird. I don't think it worked out in their favor, but <laughs> Probably, hey, you know, yeah, doesn't seem like it. That's <laughs> uh, funny though. But, uh, but yeah, so that's out there. Uh, if you like cults, if you like documentaries, go check it out. <laughs> if you like cults. <laughs> Are you part of a cult? Well, I've got the documentary for you. <laughs> Actually, if you're part of a cult, I probably wouldn't recommend it. It doesn't get it, doesn't cast it in such a great light. So, yeah, it kind of, it, well. some parts of it does though. That's what's interesting about the documentary. It's kind of like, um, some of the things at the beginning of the documentary before it gets crazy and like the food poisoning stuff, it's like they were just doing their thing. Like, they just bought land like anybody would, and, you mm. know, where else would you do it? And uh, you want to be near some people, some some form of, like, economy, you know, and yeah, yeah. and infrastructure. And uh, so they did that, and then the people that were near them were like, don't do not do that. We don't like you. So it's kind of <laughs> like, for a while, it's kind of on their side. That's what's interesting about it. But then some really crazy shit happens, so it kind of changes your opinion pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That sounds good. It's called <clears throat> Wild Wild Country. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, it sounds like something that Brandy and I would like to, yeah. like to watch and uh, possibly get into. So, yeah. hey, uh, <laughs> you're listening to this and you're like, hey, you know what? Sounds fun. Being in a cult, maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned. They, they're not around anymore, <laughs> Major though. announcement to come. <laughs> <laughs> but we could start one and it would be amazing. <laughs> if, I, if I started a cult, it would be like the movie Camp Nowhere. And if you haven't seen Camp Nowhere, you should go see it. Or it'd be like Heavyweights. Uh, those are my there two, my two main camp movies from my childhood. And I love them dearly to this day. I watch them every year, uh, sometimes multiple times. Uh, so that's basically, it would just be like a summer camp with go-karts and the blob and, uh, doing whatever the hell we want. So it sounds yeah. like a good time. I, uh, I remember liking the movie heavyweights when I was younger because there's a kid in that movie who has a dragon shirt, uh-huh. uh, which is a, a, a shirt that I also had. Oh, it's it sweet. was such a badass shirt. Like I remember saving up money to go buy that shirt. That's from the hilarious. It's fucking awesome. Like <laughs> I had it down to the the penny. Oh, that's awesome. That, that that's pretty much my life as an adult as well. <laughs> <laughs> Finding cool shit you like and then saving up every penny to yeah. get. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go get this. <laughs> You're in your oh. mid thirties. Um, that was funny. Uh, so you want to talk about some a little bit about Doctor Strange? Yes, yes. We did our rewatch, the MCU rewatch of Doctor Strange, and um, this is the second to the last MCU movie uh, that we have to talk about, um, mm-hmm. because we've got this, and then we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and then, Stephen, we're done uh, with the, <laughs> the major major discussions. I'm sure we will uh, talk about rewatching Homecoming and Ragnarok yeah. as well, but uh, uh, we've already done a, like, full podcast on each of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I'm going to be honest with you and the audience. <laughs> and I know this is something that uh, we talked about off air last time, but uh, having to, 
having to rewatch these movies, uh, uh, and, and this is my favorite like movie franchise of all time, yeah. the MCU movies. Um, but having to rewatch them <laughs> on a timetable and then uh, discussing them on the podcast, which is totally our doing. Yep. Like yep. We, it, was, it was our fault totally. <laughs> uh, there's something about it that's just like makes me want to not watch these movies. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just exhausting having to do it. It's exhausting. Uh, but like actually like sitting down to to watch these movies and Doctor Strange in particular, once it's started and I'm into it, I'm into it. You yeah. Know? Um, it's just like having to make time to like, I could have watched it any time last week, but I was just, I kept putting it off and putting it <laughs> yep, off until here. Friday night. Brandy was like, well, what movie are you supposed to watch this week? And I was like, ah, oh, Dr. Strange. She said, okay, I like that movie. We'll, we'll watch it. So I was like, okay. And then once we started it, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm into this. But, um, is this the, the first time that you've seen it since watching it in theaters? Uh, um, God, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if I even watched that in theaters. I might have watched that on video first. But uh, it's definitely the second time I watched it. And I also put it off the entire week because <laughs> we record this on Sunday morning. And we started this movie at 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> 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 I put it off as long as possible. Uh, yeah. And uh, Doctor Strange is not my favorite. And uh, we'll get into that here in a second. But, uh, but yeah... I, it, this whole series, though, yes, this has been daunting, and it's weird yeah. because one a week is not really that bad, though. No, um, not at all. No. And <laughs> matter of fact, if there was like a, a scheduled time uh-huh. for like, oh, I'm going to watch this, I'm going to watch the Marvel movie, like an MCU movie leading up to Infinity War every Monday and do like a Marvel Monday thing mm-hmm. and have it scheduled, that'd be one thing, but it's just, that, that's not how things work out you now, know? now that you mention it that sounds great <laughs> i know right <laughs> why, did, why did we do that <laughs> Marvel Monday. Uh, but also having to like sit down and like take notes while you watch this yeah. or whatever uh, which is what i i tend to do mm. um it's uh it's just it's just tedious and i don't know why we do this <laughs> <laughs> well again like you said it's it's close to being over which is good yeah um, you know, we will talk about the rest of them a little bit, but, uh, for the most part we're, we're done. Uh, but yeah, it's been, and it's, it's fun. I mean, I'm going to watch those still, even though we're not going to talk about it as much, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it'd be fun for me, I think, because Amanda, um, from this point on, um, hasn't seen the rest of them. And so oh, yeah. she, she's going to be watching basically all of phase three with me. We watched, um, yesterday a recap of um she she knows phase one pretty well um phase two she wasn't really she didn't really remember watching age of ultron ever um but i'm, I'm sure she had and once she saw a recap of it um she was like yeah i remember parts from that but i had to explain it to her but we found a uh, uh, a couple recaps online um one from marvel that was more of like music <laughs> amanda pointed out it was music from national treasure randomly like <laughs> they have so much good music in the mcu like they could have just done the marvel avengers theme you know the avengers theme but uh yeah. they didn't but uh yeah so the avenger it was the national treasure score but um <laughs> just a lot of like the the cool shots from the trailers and stuff putting it all together and kind of telling the story of of uh phase two i guess it was made for i think right whenever guardians of the galaxy was coming out because they had scenes okay. from the trailers in that or or parts of the movie but not a lot uh, but it didn't have Age of Ultron stuff, but it was cool. Uh, and then we watched this uh, recap wrap uh, of Civil War that I sent to you yesterday. Did you get a chance to watch that? I did. Um, and that video did what no actual 
a religious person has been able to do. Uh, it it uh, convinced me to uh, believe in God, and I prayed to him last night to kill me after hearing that lady's chorus. It was grating, and uh, I, I'm currently praying for death oh, that's <laughs> to hilarious. be released from it. Uh, it was so like uh, it, it. It was so weird. It was uh-huh. So weird the the way the chorus was done. It's like uh, she was shrieking. It was like yeah. <laughs> it's like crank up the mids. Well, I saw another one. I don't remember what uh, movie it was. The I, so this this recap raps is like a YouTube channel or whatever, and they have yeah quite a lot yeah. of views. But um, this one I thought was was good because it actually explained a lot of good things and the rap the like the, the lyrics and stuff. The rhymes were actually pretty mm-hmm. good, um, but the production value of it was not that great to me. Uh, the music yeah. itself and like the way that they did stuff was just okay. But I still had fun with it. Um, but the, uh, I watched a few other movies and they weren't that great. Like they have one for the star Wars prequel trilogy, which was okay. Uh, oh, yeah. cause it had some funny lines again, but the, um, like the music itself wasn't that great, but one of them, they, they said that the chorus was going to be sung, but they were like, Demi Lovato, let's get it going. And it's clearly not Demi Lovato. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> And it's not done that well. And I was like, why did you say that? Yeah, why, even, why even bring it up? <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. So I'm with you on that, that part. Yeah. But uh, what did you think of like the, the lyrics and stuff of it? Did you did you like it at all? Or uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like the uh, the lyrics. Uh, it was clearly a white guy rapping. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. But, For, but, uh, faux show. but <laughs> I like the uh, the the lyrics that they were they laid out the the story essentially from front to back on Captain America Civil War mm-hmm. and um like towards the end he uh he thought it was over but it's like oh shit a uh after credit scene or, or whatever it is he yeah, says yeah, there yeah. like oh, to, I like, like that go back into it <laughs> after credits motherfuckers yeah <laughs> I like that right. yeah <laughs> and uh yeah you talked about that so um yeah I think that's a, a good refresher for mm-hmm. for Amanda yeah so after Civil War the next one in line was Doctor Strange and that you were had yes. mentioned that this is the first time she had seen it yeah so she had seen Civil War uh which she and I only remember because you told us we did uh whenever you were you guys had come down for that trip and then weren't able to watch it with us but uh mm-hmm. so she has seen it she just didn't remember a lot of it so that recap did help her um, I had to break some things down a little bit, but uh, overall that that worked. Um, and then yeah, so she has not seen anything from that point on uh, until uh, sorry until Black Panther. She saw Black Panther with us, so uh, oh, okay uh, with us with me and Obima, our friends. So uh, so she that movie at least you know like it obviously had some some things after the repercussions of like Civil War and everything, but for the most part, Black Panther is like a contained story, so she that was fine. Yeah, uh, that yeah. worked. But um, but yeah, she had never seen Doctor Strange. She has yet to see um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy Two, Spider Man Homecoming, or Thor Ragnarok. So I'm really looking forward to those. Uh, even though I'm kind of exhausted from watching all these, um, all from this point on, I, everything I have only seen one time as well. So that's fun. And okay. Amanda's never seen it. So again, kind of like watching Ready Player One with her. All I think it'll be fun to to get it through her eyes because I think she's really all like. Uh, Ragnarok, I think she's going to love Homecoming, I hope, because mm-hmm. uh, it's just so good. And uh, so I think she'll like that one a lot. But um, uh, but yeah, so uh, from here on out, uh, starting with Doctor Strange. And mm-hmm. uh, she liked it. Um, I don't think either of us love this movie, but um, she thought it was, you know, okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see, like what, like you said, Brandy liked it, and I'm curious to, to hear your thoughts on this one. Uh, 
Because to me, uh, I got to admit, and I, and I think this is why I'm pretty sure I didn't see this in theaters, because I'm, I'm also pretty sure that at both viewings of this movie, I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> I, I find this movie pretty boring. I, I, yeah, okay. I do. I, I hate to admit it almost because it is, it should be visually stunning, but I find it just kind of visually boring. Um, it's like, Amanda, you know, we were talking about like, it, it's like Inception, but kind of like on steroids, but it made me think of like, um, pit my ride or like, uh, or whatever, like, or like that there's a house version, of like uh, home improvement, extreme makeover or whatever, where it's like, Oh, yeah. you, <laughs> Oh, you like this? We gave you tons of it. It was like, <laughs> you like buildings flipping over. Oh sweet. Now they're all gears and they can eat people. Sweet. <laughs> like it was just like, it's like a little too much for me. Um, and it's so much going on. I can't, I, I'm curious to hear your experience watching this in 3d when you first saw it, because, uh, there's a lot going on. It seems like it'd be like a little too much. Yes. So, um, yeah, for my theater experience, yes, I did see it in 3d of course. And I was mm-hmm. very much looking forward to it because of the visuals that we saw in the trailer. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I just thought, Oh, this is, this is going to be awesome. And honestly, I can't remember the, the 3d experience. Okay. Um, I, I think I remember it being pretty good, but mm-hmm. um, like you'd mentioned on the previous episode, uh, the the paper people thing. I don't know if that's your mm. your phrasing, but uh, I do credit you for it. Sure, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I am paying you royalties every time I say it. <laughs> what uh, was it called again? <laughs> paper people. Oh, oh uh, son, thanks. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Ding dollar. And gotta gotta pay you <laughs> ghost bucks. <laughs> I gotta get my um, ghost cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> So it's only that brings me pleasure anymore. Moral burro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the kind of quality jokes I love from our friendship, sir. Yeah. Attention sponsors. <laughs> That's what you can be expecting. If, so, if Moral Burro is our first real sponsor, I would love it. <laughs> it's a very specific targeted product, yeah. but you know what? I like it. It'll save us from the SoundCloud yeah. bill every month. That's right. So... Um, the, the reason I was distracted, uh, at the 3d viewing of Dr. Strange is because this is the worst theater experience I remember having ever. The, the guy that we sat next to, um, he was talking to his wife or girlfriend constantly and he was Uh, an older guy. Like he, he should know better. Yeah. And he was just loudly explaining things constantly throughout the movie. And I could just feel myself like I almost turned into Ghost Rider. Like my head almost caught on fire. Yeah. And uh, oh my God, it was fucking the annoying. rage boiling. <laughs> yes. But uh, I'm a coward, so I won't actually say anything. But uh, but it, it, it just drove me nuts. Like when uh, the Stanley cameo came on, he, he like nudged her. It's like, hey, that's Stanley. Uh, he created Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it drove me nuts and it was uh, just constant throughout the movie yeah um, but uh, overall I, I liked the movie when I first saw it and mm-hmm. uh, I still liked it when I when I uh, watched it a couple nights ago fair enough um, I think one of the major complaints is that this movie is too much like Iron Man mm-hmm. like it's essentially the the same kind of general plot like yeah. an asshole guy with uh, weird facial hair <laughs> learns a lesson the hard way uh-huh. and becomes a superhero despite those those flaws mm-hmm. or those those injuries yeah right Th- that i understand but the the origin is i mean 
pretty much straight from the comics. I mean, mm. that's that's just how it is. Um, I don't know if this this movie just came out so late into the MCU that people were like, oh well, I mean, we've we've seen this like years ago mm-hmm. already, but um, I don't know. I, I I still like it. I have a, a good yeah. time with it. Um, I, uh, I I do acknowledge that, especially on rewatching this, that the humor feels misplaced in this movie sometimes. Yeah. Um, like the, the Beyonce joke where uh, Wong is listening mm-hmm. to uh, single ladies yeah. on, uh, on his earbuds. And then um, I didn't, later I remember being totally straight faced during that. <laughs> and then like, why? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I get the, I get the joke, uh-huh. but it's just like, you know, you didn't have to throw that in there. It doesn't um, play well. Yeah. Yeah. And then later in the movie where, Strange, he, after the, the operating room, like, fight or whatever, he, he puts on his, his cape and straightens the, the collar. He, like, flares it out, and then the music kind of swells dramatically, and then the 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 cape, like, the, the collar part of it starts wiping the, the blood off of his face. He's like, mm. oh, stop. Like, yeah. it cuts that, that tension or mm-hmm. whatever. But, I don't know, I, I kind of go back and forth on it. I, I know that's one of the, the major criticisms of Marvel movies is that they constantly have humor undercutting mm-hmm. the drama, um, which is fair. But I don't know that it's one hundred percent the case. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't like in the Captain America movies. For the most part, I think that the drama is pretty well played, straightforward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I do get it on on this movie. Uh, but also, it, I think they were trying to subvert expectations, even mm-hmm. though if that subverted expectation is expected, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm trying to imagine that scene where he's just like straightening his collar and it, it just plays straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like, would that even be in there at all? Yeah, I yeah. Don't, I don't think it would. You know. Yeah. So that's that's purely in there for for that joke. Yeah, I think they just they just don't land as well in this movie. Like the other movies that have those jokes in there to lighten it up a little bit just work better. Or for whatever reason, uh, a lot of it in here didn't work for me either. So, I think that. Uh, that Stephen Strange isn't really set up as a comedic character mm-hmm. so much, kind of like Tony Stark is. He's he's joking like right off the bat at the beginning of Iron Man, yeah. you know. Um, so I don't know. It it just seems seems odd mm-hmm. for for Stephen to uh, uh, Stephen Strange to, oh, to do that. Yeah. Not not yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. It, he is a Stephen with a PH. Maybe that's uh, what your your beef is. It, it's part of it. I'm gonna admit. Uh, it was really weird to keep hearing people say Stephen on stage or on stage on, on the screen you kept like sitting yeah. up from like, your what? couch and looking around yeah uh but what? uh <laughs> what? stop saying it everybody please <laughs> and he's a master of the mystic mystic arcs arcs arts <laughs> so uh and you are a a ghost so oh there you go yeah maybe he's talking I, directly to you i think i could take him by the way um but uh but yeah i don't know like um I don't know where I was going with that. So, um, <laughs> uh, I get that why you kind of like parts of it. I get why you like it. Um, I feel like I, I would like it. I feel like I should. And there's something about it. I just get bored. Um, the villain for this one is one of the biggest parts to me. I feel like I just do not care about him at all. And I like him a lot. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Um, and mm-hmm. other things, but for some reason in this, the way they did his like makeup and stuff, like that look with like his dark eyes and stuff, it yeah. just doesn't work for me. Um, a lot of it, like that that um, uh, operating room scene you were talking about, that fight, like when they're kind of like ghosts, it's like their uh, their spirits, their astral, yeah, versions, yeah. projections, yeah. I was like, I I don't really like the look of the effects, I guess, for it. 
Um, and I don't know what I would have preferred. I don't know. I don't know like what it is. There's just something about this movie that just doesn't really grab me. And I haven't really felt. I, I'm curious though for this one. And then Amanda wanted to watch it. She actually stopped me so that she could watch it. Would surprise me. I, I didn't think she'd really be care about this one at all. Um, but she had seen a trailer for Infinity War the other day and was like, man, I, I need to watch all these because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on anymore at all. She's going to be so, lost. Yeah. 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 So, you know, she wants to to watch them. And, and so uh, I don't know, you know, how much Strange, Doctor Strange will be a part of Infinity War. Obviously, he's going to be there. And they've shown some scenes where, like, I think Iron Man is with him in his mm-hmm. place iron man and wong yeah and, yeah and, yeah uh, bruce banner yeah okay yeah and um so it's like i know he comes in there obviously so i'm curious to see like maybe once i get more of him in there i'll like it more um kind of like ant-man like the movie ant-man i think is good but it's I, i'm almost like you don't need it there but i like whatever he does join them on screen with the rest of the avengers so yeah maybe i like the same kind of thing with dr strange you know maybe i'll like him with the avengers yeah, I think it's we're so far into the MCU now that anytime we have to like stop to do an origin yes. of a character, it I mean that's how I feel. I mean that's how I felt about Black Panther, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we've already introduced this character. Let's stop everything, go back and tell about the lineage and all of that stuff, which mm-hmm. is necessary for people, but for me, I'm like, don't you guys read the comics? Like it's already there. We all know what it is. But uh, that's not the case. So, you know, well, I, I understand having to catch people up and make them care yeah. about these characters. But, you know, it's you, you can't win. You just kind of have to hold out and, and wait for their second appearance. Well, you, you've made me think that. So, you know, some of the people they've done an origin story for, um, like Spider-Man, they did such a good way because they just introduced him in Civil War and he was just there, and it was a brief scene, and then he's part of them. And then whenever you actually get to um, the background of him, it's like, you know, it's just another story or whatever. And it really worked, mm-hmm. I think, the way they structured that. Um, but I almost feel like uh, you made me think of this as you were saying that with these characters like Black Panther, we saw an introduction for the same kind of thing like Spider-Man. But um, when you go back to see, like, his lineage, and they, they kind of do, like, more of an origin about the Black Panther and stuff. But it's like Black Panther's been around for a long time. And then he's kind of like concurrently with the Avengers. Uh, Ant-Man had been around with Hank Pym before, and then now there's just like a new one. But like, I, I think I would only like an origin story at this point, I guess is my my theory of this. Um, if it were a new, a brand new character that came about in the world that the Avengers are living in, like Spider-Man did that, but we didn't get to see it, um, I guess. But it's like mm-hmm. all these people, it's almost like we're just being introduced to them, but they've been around. Um and so when they fit in with the Avengers, I like it more when they're all together. But it's like, I liked how we got introductions in the beginning, they're all together, and now I'm kind of in that mindset. So unless there's a brand new character, a brand new persona out there in the world, I don't really care to see an origin as much. I just want to see them in the fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see, like, with, like, uh, Captain Marvel and stuff, how they do that one. It's, it's Again, it's like, it's going back to the 90s. So it's like, she's just been around. So we're going to see another origin mm-hmm. story in the mix now, but... You know, it's already passed, so it's like I'm kind of done with those. So I'm excited about that movie too, but it's like I'm just I'm ready to see where they go from here and uh, and change things up with introducing people in a, a different way, I guess, that kind of come about because of the world that the um, the Avengers have created, almost. You know, right? Yeah. If that yeah, makes any just, sense, you just kind of want to hit the hit the ground running. Yeah. With some of these concepts and just be like, okay, he's a magic guy. Whatever, let's go. Let's just go. Yeah. So I I think with Doctor Strange, it was for this one to me. I was just like. Kind of like Ant-Man, it's like a spinoff movie I'm cool with. But uh, for some reason, it just hasn't really grabbed me a whole lot. Yeah. So. 
but that's fine. Um, I will uh, part ways and bid you adieu on the special effects because I think they look great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I will fight you to my death uh, to, <laughs> to <Whoa>. defend that. <laughs> they look great. I'm just bored by them. That's okay. my thing. I, I think they look spectacular. There's nothing about them that I think, like, it's a award-looking to me, like, you know, award-worthy. Um, they they are inventive. It's a kind of, I, I, to, I told Amanda it's like a kaleidoscope to me, all the points. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an interesting concept. Um, I just feel like with Inception and some other things, like, I was like, I've seen this look before, so it's not, like, as thrilling. Um, okay, I get okay. It can't be, I get what you're saying. you know, yeah. um, it never will be. It almost reminded me of, like, if you took... Inception's like city building ideas and then um, took like Transformers like intricacies and applied that to that concept. Like it's just like there's like it's just like it seems like they amped it up. It's just like too much, you know, like, oh, you like Transformers. Let's do more. (laughs) Um, So I've just like kind of lost in it. That's why I think the 3D would just make me lost because it's just like it's just too much visually almost. And then um, I find myself getting distracted and just kind of being like, all right, well, what's the story here? And a little more bored with it. So. I mean, I'm with you. I, they look great. It's just not my favorite. I do think some of the, the quieter scenes are very um, kind of plain looking mm-hmm. uh, and uninteresting. Un- like his apartment that we see a yeah. few times, it's just like that one shot of his apartment. Mm-hmm. Like there's, we don't see like a living area versus his, his actual bedroom versus the kitchen or anything. It's, it's always that like part right by the window. Yeah. And yeah. then there's like a brief shot of Rachel McAdams walking in to mm-hmm. his front door. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. And then when he's at the, um, the ancient one, ancient ones, um, like temple in mm-hmm. Kathmandu, um, it's just kind of like that one, one room. He's got his like bedroom. We've got a library and then we've got like that main, um, area. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's like an outside like pl- uh, practice area, but I mean, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. And they're all clearly sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're you're saying about, um, I guess not the, the, the effects, but like the, mm-hmm. the design of, of things. It doesn't, um, yeah. there's not like a, a consistency, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe things feel a little bit off there. Yeah, there's just something uninteresting about the whole thing. Like, it's not that it's not, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. It's just that it doesn't wow me. Um, there's nothing too inventive there or whatever, I guess, overall. So I, uh, one of my favorite things, and it's uh, recurring throughout this movie, uh, as far as special effects go, is the, uh, like the sling ring concept mm-hmm. and how like opening a portal makes like sparks, mm-hmm. like a, an, an ovular, like sparking thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I think that's so cool, but every time <laughs> I see it, I'm like, man, it's so neat. I guess <laughs> I like sparks. I'm still confused about the, his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm just, I'm not sold on that whole world yet, the, like, mystical yeah. side of the Marvel Universe, I guess, and how they, he creates, like, these, like, hand shield things, um, and not having a background in the comics of his his character or whatever either, like, I, I feel kind of lost, and it's probably because I was getting, like, distracted, I was falling asleep, but uh, I might have missed some steps there, but uh, I, I haven't been sold on it, so that's why I think I'm curious to see him, like, the sling ring thing I thought was cool, but the rest of his powers, I'm not really, like, it's, like, whatever, like, the, the cape was could be funny and like inventive and stuff, how it like protect him and everything. But, uh, like a man and I were cracking up about some of those things, but, um, I'm not sold on all of it. So I'm, that's why I'm curious to see him with the other Avengers and how those powers play into the other people's. I think that'd yeah. be fun. So, yeah. Uh, the slingering thing is for this movie. I don't know why they oh, okay. invented that, but, yeah. uh, in the comics he can just like teleport. Like he's, 
he just he does magic. He can mm-hmm. do fucking whatever. So, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the the final fight? Like the 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 fight with spoilers, Dormammu. Um, so here's the thing. I definitely fell asleep yesterday. <laughs> and okay. I'm pretty sure I don't know the ending of this movie, Brent. <laughs> so I was going to look it up and then I decided I wanted you to tell me. Okay. So this is probably my, my favorite thing about this movie is, um, uh, Dormammu is a major, uh, villain in the mm-hmm. Marvel universe. Um, he's got a, like a, a flaming head as well. He's not Ghost Rider though. Um, oh. but he's, a uh, yeah, he's a, he's a major villain. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Sure. Uh, brain just do shut you, down. Do you like him? Like in I the comics like, or in the, I like or him. the movie? I don't know if I like, like him. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> so I think that was pretty funny on air, but also your face was, was like sold that for me. <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny. Um, yes. Yeah. I do like Dormammu. Um, he obviously would have to be like a, a special effects intensive character. Um, Mm. and there's no hint of him being in, in the movie and like the trailers and whatnot. So when I saw he was actually in this movie, um, I thought it was just going to be like a, um, like a cameo or something like that. Cause they, they mentioned it previously, like in, in like the earlier parts of the movies, but um, he is the, the final villain in this mm. movie that uh, Doctor Strange has to uh, have a showdown with. And um, I think the final battle is so cool um, because it's, there's a lot of like uh, condemnation for superhero movies because of the destruction porn, mm. you know, like just buildings and cities being devastated. But uh, this uh, flips that in reverse, literally, where the, the, the city is actually being put back together. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not really Stephen, again, Stephen Strange, yeah. having to <laughs> to um, punch somebody to solve the problem. He actually has to make a bargain with Dormammu. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's just really well done and, and really pretty clever. Um, it's something that's seated earlier in the movie where he gets access to the Eye of Agamotto, which has like time channeling powers. Mm-hmm. And um, it plays in towards the end as well, where he puts Dormammu, who is a like a, a multi-dimensional being uh, that's eternal, into a time loop, and uh, oh, yeah. he essentially okay. imprisons him that way. And uh, he's like, "Look, bitch, uh, you put everything back to the way it was, or I'm going to keep you trapped in this loop forever, mm-hmm. and I'll lose and die every every fucking time. But uh, you're essentially my prisoner." Um, because you're stuck in this loop. So, you know, it's, uh, I just thought it was really well done, really clever. I remember, I remember these things now. I was in and out of that. So I, <laughs> okay. I remember this yeah. It's the big guy. He yeah. has like a big, big head. Yes. Yeah. Also played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Changes things up a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, so there's that guy. And then, um, who's Mads, Mads Milkison? Milkelson. Milk. That's how you say his name, right? Milkelson. Milkelson. <laughs> Milkelson. That's a weird word. I know, but I think that's how you say it. Isn't it Mickelson? Mick. Mickelson. Mil- Am I saying milk? Oh, I'm saying yep. milk. Milkelson. Yep. <laughs> Mickelson. Mickelson. There you go. Man, that was fun. I was just picturing him as a milkman, just like walking up with his like cracked eyes. Well, he's a milkman's son. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a. What's it? Calisius. Um, he's like a Doctor mm-hmm. Strange villain. I'm not 
real familiar with him. Okay. To be honest with you, I don't know if he's. I don't think he's like a major villain. Doctor Strange is like major villains are Dormammu and uh, uh, Mordo, Baron mm. Mordo, who's in this movie, played by uh, Chutel Ejiofor. Oh, okay, yeah, right? uh, yeah, sounded pretty good. So yeah, he's hinted at like becoming like a villain at yes. the end or whatever. Yeah, so I was curious to to hear your thoughts on that because I, I mean, he's obviously awesome as an actor and stuff, and he was great in that role. Mm-hmm. But um, I was curious to see like where he would go. So that that is the idea, right? He's like a major villain, then that's cool. Yeah, so I would imagine he would be the the primary villain of the the next movie, um, and it really kind of like sets him up for it. Like he starts out in the movie as being an ally of uh, Strangers, mm-hmm. even like through that that final battle, but then eventually he he kind of goes his own way and starts uh, stealing some uh, some magic back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's like a Highlander type situation. Yeah. <laughs> that can be. Only one. There's a. Uh, that's the thing you didn't expect about this movie. There's a lot of decapitations. Constant. Yeah. Decapitations. That's why he has those weird hand, like pizza shields in his fists. <laughs> and spinning them around, cutting people's heads off and shit. Pizza shields. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the the after credit scene. Um, there's a mid credit scene as well, which is the scene from Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, after I watched this movie, I went ahead and watched that same scene in Ragnarok. Oh cool. And it's there's only like a slight difference um, mm-hmm. in. At the end of the the mid credit scene on Doctor Strange, uh, Strange stands up. He's like, "Okay, I'll help," or whatever. And he like actually stands up, and then it cuts to black. In the uh, in Ragnarok, he's like, "Okay, I'll help," while still sitting down with Thor, and just continues the conversation a little mm-hmm. bit. So just a minor thing, um, but uh, there there was a difference. I thought yeah, it was going to cool. be more of a more difference than that. I was curious though, so yeah, I'm glad you watched it because I wanted to see how that played out in the movie. So on a a previous episode, I think it was, I don't know, maybe the Age of Ultron episode. We were talking about the locations of four of the five. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, four of the six Infinity Stones. And uh, I said in Phase 3, we find out another one. And uh, we find that in this one with the, the Time Stone is revealed to be mm. in the Eye of Agamotto. da 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 um, that's fun. I'm loving it. <laughs> so what, what happens with that at the end of this movie? Does he still have that? Um, he, yeah, he does. It's, okay. uh, they just put it back on like the pedestal that it came from. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to assume that it's used at some point in, in, uh, Infinity War. I think he, I think Dr. Strange has the, the eye around his neck, mm-hmm. uh, in the, in the trailer, but I, I don't know. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure either. Um, yeah, I was trying to piece together the other day when I was watching the trailer, and there's a part where he's, you know, he like holds the stones above the hand, the gauntlet, whatever, and they kind of like mm-hmm. suck to it, sort of. Like they're like <laughs> yeah, attracted it looks like to a it. Booger. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to pay attention to which one it was. I think it was like a purple one, and there's already a blue one on there. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to piece it together to be like, oh, well, then he, you know, he must have gone here first and whatever. But uh, I don't remember where they're all at enough to do that. You know, so. I, I'm not even trusting those are the right colors that are going to be in the movie. Oh, good you point. Know, it's possible that they changed it for the the, the trailer. I, there was a, I don't know if you saw this, but there was uh, something released by the Russo brothers on social media and then uh, reposted by some of the actors mm-hmm. from Infinity War where the Russos said, um, you know, be nice about this movie. We've we've all put a lot of like hard mm-hmm. work into it. Don't spoil this for anyone. Yeah, You wouldn't want anyone to spoil this for you. So, um, and they mentioned something specifically about people don't know the true plot of this movie. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. So, um, 
there's probably a ton of stuff that's omitted. Uh, people still haven't seen Hawkeye yet. Yeah. None of us know Hawkeye's role in this. Uh-huh. And um, I'm, I'm. God, that's cool. I, I can imagine that the uh, the Infinity Stones for the trailer may have possibly been changed for uh, for that trailer mm-hmm. and aren't part of the, uh, aren't necessarily what we'll see yeah. in the actual film itself. Yeah, that's cool. I think that probably would because of the other stuff we've seen them do recently, especially recently with like Ragnarok and stuff and the marketing for that where they changed things up from what it actually showed on screen. So yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be fascinating. I, I like to think though that uh, <laughs> Hawkeye's not going to be in this movie. He's going to be the first like mid credit scene and it's going to be him working on the, like the banisters at his house, just like hammering away, just like whistling. And then he gets a phone call and it's like everybody in a firefight with Thanos. And they're like, where are you? And he's like, Oh shit. And just him like going away, and he's he's just in Avengers Four. <laughs> he's been working on that house, man. I've been I've been fascinated by that farmhouse ever since I saw it. I want to know where he's at with his progress. He's been busy listening to episodes of Serial, getting caught up. You know, <laughs> exactly. Been paying attention. Yeah. He's like, what? So. What's happening in the world? What? <laughs> gotta get out of here. I gotta grab my bow and arrow. Fuck. Go save the world. This will probably work out in my favor. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm hot guy. <laughs> so um, that's that's the, the bulk of the notes that, uh, that yeah. I have down for Doctor Strange. Did you have any any other notes? I had no other notes, so uh, I'll go into the Rotten Tomatoes for that, um, which was uh, an 89%, which uh, I get people like this movie and I don't, but that still shocked me. Um, the average rating was 7.3 out of 10, but uh, man, 89, that's, that's, a, that's quite high. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, that does seem a little bit high to me. Um, so I, I probably like if this movie came in on Rotten Tomatoes, it was like an 82. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, that seems, yeah. that seems fair. You know, um, what, what about you? Yeah. Cause this is still a little high. This is the same, um, level as, um, uh, winter soldier. What? So they both have an 89. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I can't, I, for one, I just think winter soldier should be way up there. It should definitely be in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be like a 95. If Black Panther's like a 97. Like a 103. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> you broke Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think this one's a little high. Um, when I, when I look at it versus other Marvel movies, it's, I'm, yeah, it's a little too much, but, uh, that's cool. I mean, I know people like it. I just, for some reason I can't get into it. Uh, I've tried twice now and for something about it is just not clicking with me. So, uh, mm-hmm. it happens. Um, and you have to hear a little disagreement today on the show. You did. So there you go. Uh, but, uh, I would, for me, I would give this, uh, a Sam Adams. It's really just middle of the road. I, I really, I don't okay. hate this movie by any stretch. Um, I really, like, but I was thinking about it this morning, trying to think of like where I would put it. I was like, I have no feelings about this movie. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> so Sam Adams is, it's is just the perfect choice. Very then. Sam Adams. Yeah. So yeah. What, what would you yeah. say though? I, I would give this movie hands, uh, yeah. two, uh, crippled and broken hands. Uh, is what I would give <laughs> nice. This movie. Call me. Um, I, I like it. Um, I, I can mm. definitely see how it would be average um, for the reasons we discussed before. But, uh, yeah, for me, it's it edges over to the mm. uh, to the positive side of it for me. So yeah, that's, cool. Uh, that's what I'm going to give it. That sounds good. That works. And it's going to take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's our Doctor Strange mini review. Uh, actually, went a little bit longer than expected, but uh, that was fun mm. to talk about it. Yep. So. All right, so, uh, Brent, uh, we have a new segment that you had thought about recently, and uh, I would love for you to, to announce it. Yes, listeners, we've got a new segment we're going to start doing, and um, it's not going to start this episode, 
but uh, we are going to give you the opportunity to be part of that segment. Yeah. So this is a, a new segment we're going to call Pop Culture Combat. Pop Culture Combat! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in Pop Culture Combat, we're going to pit two pop culture rivalries against one another and decide which one is the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Later down the road, it could be more than two, but for right now, we're just going to yeah. stick with two. So, um, the the first the first uh, go at this, we're going to try to figure out which is the better character, Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny. Ooh, you guys didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. This is fun. Oh man. Uh, what if it was like just something like uh, totally like not connected? It was like Mickey Mouse versus <laughs> Paul Ryan. <laughs> Be like, uh... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what criteria are we using? Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> just hands down. Um, so so yeah, what we're going to do? Um, Stephen and I are still uh, working on the what we're going to use for measurements as to determine what we think. Uh, mm-hmm. on that, that side of it. But um, I'm going to put up a Twitter poll on the Let's Talk About Stuff uh, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was going to say Solid. Twitter side, but it's yep. just uh, it's just Twitter. It's just, it's just, just Twitter. Twitter, guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you're going to have the opportunity to, to cast a vote, and um, whenever we record our segment for next Sunday, uh, we will take your vote into account, and um, the winner of that poll will have a point going towards them. Hmm. So, if Mickey Mouse wins, they get a point, or if Bugs Bunny wins, he gets a point. So, I mean, if Stephen and I are deadlocked, three and three, mm-hmm. or whatever our our rating thing is. Um, your vote could be the deciding factor in who would win. So keep that in mind. Yep. One other thing to keep in mind is this is only about Mickey Mouse and only about Bugs Bunny. I don't want to hear shit about supporting <laughs> casts. I don't want to hear shit about amusement parks coming into play. Mm, it's uh, not about that. Okay. You know, we're not we're not talking about the Walt Disney Company versus Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. I just want to talk about the characters themselves. That's it. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm totally in support of that. Uh, however, I would watch a movie uh, of uh, old school Walt Disney Company fighting the Warner Brothers. Like if they had like an old school <laughs> brawl, all like Anchorman, I would watch that. <laughs> just throwing it out there, though. Not, just not all the animators. Guys. Yeah, just all the animators. Just like Rah! <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm going to put that Twitter poll up uh, right now, and it will be available essentially from Sunday to Sunday. Sunday morning to Sunday morning, uh, more or less. So uh, hop on there, vote. Your vote matters. Mm-hmm. It's the only vote that ever matters. So <laughs> yeah. give it to us. Don't worry about November or whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, what? no, I'm going to backpedal my- that one. Uh, <laughs> please vote in November. Uh, we need please, it. Please do it. We need it. Everybody, <laughs> yes. please vote. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be a new thing we're going to do. And um, we're going to start that on the, the next episode and uh see how it goes this may be the last time we ever do that <laughs> hopefully but, not. Um, it'd be fun we, we do have some some ideas in mind for uh for future versions of uh pop culture combat so um we'll probably work on those but in the meantime if you've got any ideas for that 
uh, definitely let us know uh, on Twitter, Instagram, or email, and you'll have all of that contact information in the show notes, and we'll read it here in just a little bit. But yep. uh, but yeah, that's a, a new thing that we've got coming, so I think it'll be fun and uh, probably stupid, which is kind of what we do best. <laughs> so uh, yeah. welcome, sponsors. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I'm very excited about it. Uh, as I told you when you texted me this, out of the great ideas you've sent me, this is one of the best you've sent me. I love this idea so much. <laughs> I got so excited, uh, especially like seeing it like spelled out, <laughs> how you did with the case. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. So, yeah, I think this is fun, too. Um, you sent uh, Mickey Mouse versus Bugs Bunny was one of the first options you sent um we mm-hmm. have some some other ones you had uh some other ideas and all of them i was like yeah i could like talk about that any time which is great like it's not like i have to like look up anything it's just kind of how you feel about them overall uh as a character so uh mm-hmm. like like brent said we'll have some ideas um for for how we'll rate them and everything and what those categories will be and uh, i'm excited to get into that though it seems like it'll be a lot of fun so yes yeah, uh, hopefully. Fingers yeah. crossed. It, it could just be boring as fuck, but, you know, we're trying here, guys. I like Mickey Mouse. Well, I like Bugs Bunny. Done. <laughs> Segment over. <laughs> yeah, All right. I'm excited for that one. So that should be fun. So, yeah. So uh, as we wrap this show up, let's uh, let's move over to stuff we like. We haven't yeah. uh, gotten into anything that we like recently because yeah. um, we've been so caught up with these goddamn marvel movies <laughs> takes, takes so much time ourselves. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so uh steven why don't you why don't you kick it off cool uh yeah so i was recently told about these new candies that i had never heard of so i love sour candy i like candy in general candy's awesome but uh, i love sour candies and uh i had never heard of these things and they are called rips r-i-p-s and uh so i show i got this to show brent uh what they oh, look nice. like they have a little uh, mascot on there named Ripley, the inventor. Uh, they are licorice. It says innovation and licorice, but they are, they're just like uh, any kind of sour gummy candy. But um, they are they have different flavors. They are um, interesting, though. As, as my friends who told us about them pointed out, instead of like most sour candy that's like a sweet gummy um, in sour powder or like the sour crystals, mm-hmm. um, this is more like sour gummies with sugar crystals. And oh, so okay. it's not as sour on the tongue at first necessarily. Like it, the, that almost like shrouds the sourness in it. So it's kind of a different feeling for most sour candies. Uh, and this is Sour Candy Talk with Stephen and Brent. Uh, I'm getting like real in-depth on sour candy right now. But, uh, but anyway, they're really good. They're like these little uh, tab things, and they're called rips because you peel them off. They're kind of like a sour straw. Oh, nice. So uh, I actually took me a while to figure that out, I'm ashamed to say. And uh, we were just eating the whole thing, and they were like, well, these are pretty sour. But when you rip them off <laughs> and eat little ones, they're really good. So, uh, rips. That's cool. Get you some. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Fisher, the official spokesman of Rips Candy. Hi, uh, I've actually changed my name to Ripley. <laughs> Getting those books. Uh, but yeah, they're really good. And uh, they are hard to find, I will admit. Um, I was told they were at Walgreens by the people that recommended them. I went to... Two different HEBs, CVS, Walgreens, and a Kroger here. Uh, did not find them ever. So one of them had to finally order them online, like on Amazon, to get a bunch, share them with me, and then I happened to go to a Randall's, which is another grocery store here, and uh, found them right away. So, oh, really? Uh, your miles may vary. I don't know where they're at. Uh, they might, might show up in a grocery store or a convenience store near you. I don't know. But they're really good. <laughs> Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so uh, my thing that I like, um, you know what? Uh, earlier we were talking about voting, voting for uh, pop culture combat, mm. and um, there's there's a couple ways you can you can vote on on something, right? You can you can cast a vote, yeah, for that, mm-hmm. or uh, you can vote with your wallet, and I I feel like I've uh, earned the trust of our audience enough. Mm-hmm. N- Outside of fooling them uh, a couple of episodes ago <laughs> uh, for the April Fools episode, but um, audience, I, I need your help. So um, there's something that's very important to me, and I think most of you know what it is. It is dinosaurs, <laughs> and I had been um, <laughs> frantically searching for some some dinosaurs that I wanted. Um, I'm also a fan of Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've got a shitload of them here in my, uh, my office yep. at, uh, Casa de Hibbert. And I, I recently saw, uh, via text from my wife, uh, that they were going to put out some Jurassic Park Funko Pops. And, uh, I just wanted the dinosaur ones. There were like three different dinosaurs. I had to have mm-hmm. them. And, uh, I, evidently they came out in March. I've got a comic shop that I go to regularly. They have a bunch of Funko Pops there. Never had them, uh, mm. and I've I've searched at like the Toys R Us that's going out of business here in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. didn't have them there, uh, so finally, I broke down and ordered them online, mm. and they're simply glorious ah, uh, little I, little figures. <laughs> I've got a, a T Rex. Oh, that's awesome. I've got I've got a Velociraptor, and I've got a Dilophosaur. And I was pleasantly surprised the uh, Dilophosaur that I got has the the fanned out. Oh, um, cool. Thing behind its head. Uh-huh. Um, the, I think the standard one doesn't have that ah. at all, so uh, I, I was very happy to, to receive that. But um, the reason I need the audience's help is um, I need more of these to be made. <laughs> so I need the audience to, to go and uh, buy as many Jurassic Park Funko Pops as possible. Even if it's the, the human characters, that's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, I just need more of these characters made because they are the only thing that matters to me in this world. <laughs> And, um, screw your wife. Uh, yeah. You just need these. <laughs> exactly. Um, they, they even come because they've got uh, weird dinosaur feet. They actually have these little like uh, circular plastic bases ah. that they can stand on so they don't, don't fall over. Nice. Um, I was, uh, and, and the sculpts on them, holy shit, they just look incredible. They look um, great. Yeah. So I do need more of these to exist in the world. <laughs> um, if, if you have to, um, spend your entire, uh, next paycheck on buying them, so be it. Yeah. I'm willing to make that sacrifice for you. Oh wow, that's nice. Uh, but uh, there's more dinosaurs that we need. You know, we mm-hmm. don't have the. Um, yeah, I was the, gonna ask. The was it the Indominus Rex from? Uh, oh yeah. Lost, or uh, Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely need them to make a blue the Velociraptor. Oh yeah. She's she's an important character. Uh-huh. That's another thing. All of these Funko <laughs> Pops are dinosaurs. They're also women. Hashtag feminism. Oh, see? Anybody can support these two things. Dinosaurs or feminism. It, it hits all goals. Just support <laughs> it. it. Yeah. <laughs> we all win, don't we? So. I would love for someone to go buy, like go to a comic shop or wherever, <laughs> and look for those and be like, oh, cool, dinosaurs. You must really like dinosaurs. No, I like feminism. I'm buying this for Brent. <laughs> you look so serious there. Yeah. <laughs> Girl power. 
Truly, are- spice up your life by buying <laughs> some Funko Pops Jurassic Park dinosaurs. They uh, they look really rad. You texted us them in the box after you got them, of, but uh, of, course. Uh, of course, which is awesome. But uh, I didn't know you would open them up. That's cool. I mean, it's good to, to play with your toys. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm always I want in the box, to so. to display them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like mm, fuck these boxes. Uh, right and by the way, I already had them out of the boxes by the time my <laughs> wife came home. Yeah, and uh, had them sitting around. We were, we were joking around, and she knocked one of them into oh. our sink. Uh, uh, into a, a pot that was had some water soaking in it. So, oh like, my well, god! Uh, good thing I'm not uh, keeping these boxes. So, yep. You know, there you go. Out out with the old. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you said it's so upset, um, but but admit it. When she came home, you were like playing with them. They were like play fighting, right? It was like oh yes, yeah. Rawr, rawr. yeah, yeah. I we actually have a bathtub in our living room, <laughs> so I can play. <laughs> play. I've been there. Play dinosaurs yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> While watching TV. On that's the main nice. TV. You know, it's a, yeah, that's nice. You guys built your house. You did some custom shit. It was a good choice on that front. Mm-hmm. Uh, the toilet in there, I think it's convenient. It's weird, but it's convenient. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, but everybody's joy is to watch shit while they shit. So it's there for Brent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and people also seem very confused by the uh, the door that we installed in the ceiling. But, hey, you know, it's Listen, a design thing. Yeah. It's your house, you know. Do as, yeah. do as you please, so. Yeah. I agree with that. I'll do what I want. That's right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, those are really cool. Um, I, have, I have no fun co-pops because I I feel like if I got started, I would I would never end, and I think that's probably yep. what you're doing. Yep. Uh, and so I, I have – no, I ever take that. I, I was given one. I was given Sebastian from Little, Mer- Little Mermaid because uh, I had dressed up as a lobster years and years ago in high school for a, uh, a contest. Um, so it's kind of a, an inside joke with us, but, um, I don't have any for like real characters that I care about. There's so many though, like mm-hmm. obviously any, they do like every major thing you could think of pop culture wise. So there's so many that I want, but, um, so far, like I, I don't have anywhere to display them. Like maybe at our new house, I might get, get a few or whatever, but, uh, they're super cool. I love them to death. They're, they're so well designed. Yeah. So that's my plea. Um, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Well, so. uh, yeah. Did you go ahead? Uh, but and then now, you should play that backwards in the end. See what it does. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's what I'll say. It'd be really yeah. weird. Uh, so yeah, let us know. Uh, definitely, uh, if you have bought any of those Funko Pops to support Brent, and let us definitely know uh, about your votes for the Mickey Mouse versus Bugs Bunny first. Uh, inaugural pop culture combat coming up uh, the, on our Twitter poll, so please do that for us. Yes. Do it. Do it. You know you peer want pressure. to. Come on. Yeah, peer pressure works. That's why we do it. Come on. Also, Stephen's a ghost, so, you know, <laughs> fear pressure. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Boo. So, uh, yeah, if you would, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app that goes a long way to help people find us. And... Um, yeah, that's important, I guess, or whatever. They tell so. me that. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Sarah emailing us constantly, so yeah. really, that's all that matters. Yeah. So, you know, and, and Amanda still soon. Yes. Yeah, yes. Soon. soon, very soon. Ross, Ross, I'm calling you out too, bro. Oh, Ross, mm-hmm. oh, he's been called out. Hey, <laughs> who are the other he'll listener? Listen, he'll listen to this in, a, <laughs> in eight months or so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We did. Uh, I think we did Hector Roman. Uh-huh. Uh, Zion Brown, um, he's he sent us an email before. We haven't heard from him in a little while. Yeah. So uh, get out of Z. All you bitches, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stephen's coming in hot. Ah! Uh, 
All right. So, uh, yeah. And uh, if you would, be sure to yeah, email us any questions, comments, <laughs> songs or dances, and uh, <laughs> maybe a dog picture or two. Or if you've got any suggestions for pop culture combat, let yeah, us know. Absolutely. It'd, it'd be, be fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sometimes thinking for us is hard, as you can tell by listening to this and any other episode <laughs> of the show. Uh, you can send that to uh, to us via email. Let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. Mm-hmm. And then uh, be sure to follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter. And then follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And I didn't do yours, did I? I just said, uh, just, <laughs> just follow <laughs> just me. Follow, follow, follow. <laughs> Stephen Fisher, common name. You'll find it. It's good. It's, it's all fine. good. It's fine. Uh, Stephen, uh, at Stephen Fisher 22 is uh, Stephen's handle. And that's Stephen with a V. Yeah, damn straight. Not like a psychopath with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to this wonderful edition of Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, we had fun as always. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it for today. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Cool. And we're out. (laughs) I don't have a sync word for this one. Oh, man. Dead air. (laughs) Dead dead air on three. All right. All right. That's good. This starting off. We're so talkative before we recorded. I know. It's like microphone shy or something. All right. So uh, dead air on three. One, two, three. Dead dead air. Excellent. You know, I. My favorite Nicolas Cage movie. (laughs) Dead air. Don't you. Don't you fuck this up. Don't you do it. And for for the sync word, Max never have any problems whatsoever. <laughs> it used to be the case more for me. Okay. Max <laughs> don't have any problems whatsoever? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Max don't have any problems whatsoever? Max don't have any. Okay, yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. All right, so sync word or sync passage oh. uh, on three. One, two, three. Max, Max don't, don't have, have any, any problems, problems whatsoever. whatsoever. <laughs> awesome. Speaking of, you got some uh, new Funko Pop toys recently. You had texted us. I want to. I want to save that till later. Oh, did I just ruin it? <laughs> you didn't ruin. It. I'm going to edit this part of it out. But yeah, Red. that's part of my well. Look my at stuff, that stuff. We like. Well, that's cool. Right on. Well, yeah, at least you're going to yeah. talk about it. I'm glad. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, St- but, yes. Uh, uh, Stephen, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> that's awesome. That's it will funny. be mentioned. You were like, it will be mentioned. You were like, no, later. Steven, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> I felt my, my entire body just like tense up. <laughs> no. Do you want to move on to our next little thing? We're at an hour 26. Yeah. So 100%, I think we should, we should scrap Let's Bitch About Stuff. This episode, okay. I think, because right, we that always goes way too long. Yeah, for uh, sure. That'd be another like forty-five minutes. I was, I was so worried about <laughs> not having enough content for this episode <laughs> that I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, "This is going to be a fucking disaster." I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen here. That's hilarious. No need to stress, man. We got it. We talk. <laughs> we just talk. And then, I, and then uh, as we're recording this, I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's us. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Oh yeah, we're good. We, just we keep got talking. this covered." <laughs>
Yeah. So yeah. you want me to do that part, and then you'll lead into the plugs? Is that what we... I can't remember what we changed it. I think we did something different recently about that. Uh, or, like, just whatever you want me to read, what you want to read, I guess. So. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> It'll probably work out just fine. No problems whatsoever. You're going to wake up in the middle of this podcast in a second and be like, what? <laughs> We're not, it's not going to work. <laughs> well done. Pooping is always funny. It has been recommended. Uh, for editing purposes, let me, uh, let me white block it here. Nah. <laughs>